you have a member of your team that's a jerk and i bet you and some of your peers some of your friends have gone to lunch and talked about that person and how difficult it is to work with them that's not good enough you have to actually have a discussion with that person sit down explain what the issue is we're going to show you how to make that happen so that you can remove every asshole from your team and your team becomes amazing and you're happy and every discussion at lunch with your peers is about how wonderful the team is but it's on you to make that happen so here we go t t today is assholes part duh yes it is i was hoping we could slide no by no we can't that. slide by no it's part it's part duh and metacasters cross your fingers that there's not a part twa coming no, out yeah. right there could be we there's a lot of assholes in the world so we could we we could go down this path for forever for a uh, while yeah so what, what, today's episode yeah is focused on it's a teammate of yours it's a peer or a co-worker oh, previous yeah. episode was as a leader you've yeah. hired somebody or you've inherited somebody on your team and they're a real challenge if that's what you're looking for, go listen to the previous episode. We covered that. We nailed it. We crushed it. This one is about, you have that coworker. So say you have somebody, you know, that you're in meetings with and you have the answers, but they're always busy talking and they never let you get a word in. And it's just like, Hey, would you let me answer? Can I, can I have a say in this? Or are you always going to be the one that has the answer? Then you're going to talk about it for 30 minutes. And then maybe I'll get one or two words in, you know, I've, I've had to struggle with that for quite a while. That's been a real challenge for me. I won't name names. I won't use any scenarios, but that's been a challenge for me where I've had to work with a peer and say like, Hey, uh, do hey, you mind if I'm hey, like present? Are you talking to me? Yeah, Bob. Are you, <laughs> are, are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All yes. right. So, ju so just say it. Have the damn courage to say, Bob, okay. Bob, you're an asshole. Well, but not that Bob's an asshole, but that's the that's the discussion that Bob and I had. Like, it was, hey, Bob, do you mind if I get some words in? And <laughs> Bob, it as 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 I expect most discussions to go, doesn't know didn't right. know it's an issue you know however yeah. many years ago when we first talked about it bob was like crushed and like oh i i have i have zero desire to like limit you and hold you down or hold you back i'm sorry i'll get better it won't happen again let me know if it becomes an issue i i, I don't think i've ever let bob know after that like i just had to tell him once and that was it you know and he nailed it every time hold but, it let me hold hold it josh hold it hold it hold it i want to talk now no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that step one is just have the conversation and I expect it to go better than you fear it does. Yeah. Because deep down, that person that's an asshole, they don't want to be perceived as an asshole. Yes, there are some that might feel like that, but many people will have that, oh no, really? I'm sorry. Okay, I'll fix it. So assume positivity. We've talked about positive intent in the past. This is the same thing. Assume that that person is a good person and that they don't have any desire to create whatever drama or frustration or whatever it is that they're creating. I mean, I'm going to, 
yes and you. It's not a disagreement, but I, I think this is the start. So, so Metacasters, what I would say is you're going into a crossroads situation. Oh, yeah. So do everything Josh said and then have this conversation. And it can go one of two ways. And he only highlighted the first way. The first way is you have someone who's really not an asshole and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to. And it, and it goes, you know, there, there might, you might need to navigate it. They might be hurt. They might get a little defensive, but their hearts are in the right place and they lack self-awareness and, and eventually they'll warm up and be thankful for the feedback, et cetera. And you'll see that. So that's, that's path one, but then there's path two, which I am a flaming lunatic asshole. Uh, and, 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 and you're wrong. So Josh can have it, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm not. And Josh is by bringing it up to me. So maybe in this Metacast, Josh, we talk about techniques or tactics or stories or yeah. whatever on both paths, if that makes sense, right? Like how to handle advice for how to handle each path. Yeah. I, I wanted to lead with the positive side because yeah. I expect more often than, than not, that's the response. But more often than not, people opt out of the discussion because they think it's going to go bad. So what, what I want to do is encourage you to have that discussion is there's a pretty high chance that it goes well. Yes, there's some massaging and maneuvering that you have to do around emotions and things like that. But it, I expect most of the conversations to be more positive than not. Yes, there are ones where it's a disaster and we'll talk through that, but I just don't want people to opt out of having the discussion, thus perpetuating the situation, almost enabling the situation right. by showing that asshole that, Hey, you keep doing your thing and nobody's going to say anything. So it's exactly. very similar to what we talked about on, on the previous episode where you're a leader and you have a responsibility to address this shit, this, this issue. Otherwise you're ex you're giving them permission to be an asshole by just letting it happen. Now peers have less of a say, but still you're allowing it to happen. Well, that makes it challenging. So that's where the previous discussion was maybe less challenging than this one because, and that's part of the, the dynamics is if Josh comes to me as a peer, I can look at him and it's like, you know, what the hell are you talking You know, why are you talking to me about this? Go do your job. Right. When, when, you know, last time I checked, you're not doing your job. So focus, you know, point your nose at your stuff, Josh, and get out of my face. So, so I'm exaggerating, but peer to peer, there's a third path. I think it's on the asshole path, but, but there's, so, but the, the, and it's so, so there's the positive reaction and positive forward movement, behavior change, et cetera. Then there's the, I'm an asshole and I'm not going to ignore you. But then there's folks, part of that path is they pretend that they're taking the feedback, uh, but they're really not. Uh, so that it's sort of like a fake. They're faking you out. They're disingenuous. I actually would rather someone be a flaming ass and have that discussion than someone tell me to my face something, but then not change their behavior on the other side. And, and, and let's not have a conversation. So I think there's a, like a third there's a third path. Let's go into the happy path, Josh. Can I can I jump in on that third before we go to the happy yeah, path? Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree with you, but also be careful not to assume they're just ignoring the conversation. Part mm. of it could be they're struggling to change their habit. Yep. The change they might have to make could be challenging, could ah. take a lot of effort. So what could appear as inaction might actually be action. Just there's still some struggling there. So just if you detect path three, proceed with caution. That's all. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You don't want to ju rush to judgment. But what? I'm, but I think you can smell this third path, and you can see it in them because what they do is they 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 smile and agree with everyone. They're two faced, yeah. or they're three faced, yeah. right? So it's not just your interaction. You can sort of sense this pattern with those folks. Maybe that's a a two faced asshole or something. Let's go to happy path because I'm laughing so hard here. Yeah, yeah. So okay, happy so path to me is 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 just coaching. I'll I'll jump. And I think it's, I think it's be a partner, uh, meet them with, you, you said something magical, Josh, assume positive intent, uh, assume it as they're going, as they're improving, uh, meet them where they are. Uh, don't project your, you know, like your rate on them because it's a fundamental change. It's a shift. Even if they were unaware, it's still a pattern that they would have to rewire. Uh, so be patient. Uh, so not a judge, not a jury. Uh, I think of it as more of a mentor. If if they're willing, I like to offer myself, like create a mentoring relationship with them uh, so that I can be there to help as a guide uh, if they're willing to, to open the door that way. Yeah, I'll approach every discussion the same way and every challenging topic I have with a employee or peer, whatever it is, there's a difference in expectation between me and that person. And I assume the difference in expectation is because there's a lack of information somewhere in the gap. One of us doesn't have a piece of info. So usually what happens in this, in a situation like this, the asshole doesn't know or understand the ramifications of their actions. They don't understand yes. how it affects somebody, how someone feels because of that. So that's the part of the discussion is trying to educate them on, Hey, when this happens, this is how the entire team feels. And it becomes difficult for me or us or whatever to continue or to do or whatever the thing is. And did you know that that happens? And usually it's no, actually, I haven't had any time when it's been, no, I knew that. And I just kept doing it. The response is like, Oh, I didn't know that. And I don't care. Or, Oh, I didn't know that. And gosh, I'm sorry. Yep. Let me fix that. So to me, historically, that's where the paths change is once the aha moment is reached for the, the asshole, do they care or not? And right. that's where paths start to separate. I, I would agree with that. The other thing I would suggest, Metacasters, is, is allow for some settled time. I remember once I, I I hired someone or I moved, I transferred an engineer from one group to the other. Josh has probably heard this story where he was underperforming and they were going to fire him. Well, they had promoted him, but they were going to fire him. And I didn't like that. He was a young engineer. And I, I said, I'll take him. And I put him on a pip. So I said, hi, I'm Bob Galen. Welcome, Peter. Welcome, Peter, to the group. And here's your pip. 
uh, and I, I'm not, I'm not laughing about it. It was, it was yeah. horrible. It was horrible, but it was, it was a congruent thing. I, I needed to give Peter some space. So I, I think not only assume positive intent, not only meet them where they are, but, but be prepared to give them some initial space to internalize it. Uh, it's, it's almost like, you know, going through, what is it? The five stages of grief or something like that, depending on your message, you, you want to, you want to be compassionate and give them some space to go through that process. Yeah. Again, what, what you're asking this human to do is change a fundamental way that they operate. And that's not easy. Uh, especially when they had no conscious awareness that it was an issue. So now I mean, it's recognizing, Oh, I'm doing it again. Gosh, yeah. Sorry. So it's all of those things there. There's a lot that has to happen. Now let's talk. Okay. We covered the happy path. Things are yep. good. What happens when we have the discussion, we talk to that person and and you explain how their actions affect the entire team and emotions and all of that stuff. And they just look you dead in the face and say, yeah, so what? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Because this, so? is, this is peer-to-peer, right? So yeah. you, you could get that response. Uh, one thing I might want to suggest in this case, in both cases, Josh, but in this case, is I was just writing down, I was thinking of blast radius. I may, I may actually uh, sort of... Uh, copyright this and and put it into a blog post. But I think one of the things we want to think of is there's an asshole blast radius uh, that we want to keep in the back of our mind, uh, both last week and this, and this session. What is the, so what is the impact to the organization? What is the impact? And to me, that drives the nature of the conversation. I think. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. So, the blast radius that the asshole creates Correct. or a blast radius that the discussion is going to create? No, the blast radius that the asshole is creating in the organization okay. and the impact it has. Uh, okay. I'm not making it up, not exaggerating it, yeah. but I, th I think there's some minor, <laughs> so there's minor asses and there's some major asses and then there might be some that, that are just really destroying the entire culture of the company. Yeah. All, I'm, all I'm saying is we want to weigh that into our conversation. And if they say, hey, it's none of your business, I might, if it's a short blast radius, I might be okay with that. Hmm. If it's a large blast radius that's even peripherally touching my group, then I'm probably not going to be okay with that. And, yeah. and I, I still, we still may end up at an impasse, but we're going to have some, you know, more radically candid conversations. I, I'm just bringing that into play, Josh. Any reactions to that? <sighs> what popped into my mind is difficult teammates. And the first reaction I have whenever an employee of mine comes to me and says like, Hey, Bob's a real jerk. I can't work with him. What are you going to do about it? And my first response is, well, have you talked to Bob? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, no, <laughs> and I'm not gonna, you know, like that's right. not my job. That's not a thing I do. I'm not. And you know what? That's a reasonable response because not many people are trained to handle the situation, but that's an opportunity for you to acquire the skill. So a good leader will sit down with you and say like, okay, cool. Here's how you approach the discussion. You talk about potentially the three paths and things that are, and okay, 
I still want you to talk to Bob first because I'm right. going to assume positive intent and I'm going to assume the least amount of drama that we can create around the situation the best. So let's keep the blast radius small on addressing the asshole. Let's have you talk to him first um, and then start there. So there, which is why I asked the clarifying question, because if this is just they're a raging asshole and they've been that way for months it's not fair for me to ask that team member to go solve the problem it's upon the leader to go solve the problem but if it's a relatively new upstart this is when you as a teammate you need to do the right thing and try and help that person you know one of the things that i believe that i have a responsibility of as a leader and i think teammates do as well is recognizing when someone is heading down a wrong path and they not know it, whether they're writing code the wrong way or they're right. being a teammate the wrong way or whatever. I'm doing them a disservice if I just let them go and like, man, that guy's, that guy's a jerk and he's just going to continue to be a jerk. I'm going to live with it as opposed to like having empathy and like, Hey, maybe this person doesn't know the drama that they're creating. So let me sit down and talk with them. I think part of what I was trying to say too, I agree with everything you said, Josh, uh, is a uh, blast radius would would drive my behavior not just in the conversation so let's say you and i are peers josh you're mm-hmm. the dev you're the vp of devops and i'm the vp of dev or something like that and we have to work together and mm-hmm. and you're you're an asshole that's just sort of ripping the soul out of my team in some way yeah and, and we have a discussion and so the blast radius in this case is pretty broad it's not just affecting soft people. It's also affecting our bottom line, like getting stuff out the door. Uh, and and you're pushing back. I'm going to have some radically candid conversations with you. But if you don't take action, I'm going to pursue other actions. Not necessarily terminate you, but I'm going to be talking to other peers to say, do you, I mean, Josh, help me out here. Do you see, jo- is it me or is it Josh? I might talk to HR. I might talk to our boss or something. I would I, I would typically not do that, right? I'm going to handle it unless the blast, well, there's two parts of it. The blast radius is broad and you're an entrenched ass, right? And, and then I'm going to be, so I'm going to pursue some other activities, I think. I don't know what they are. They're situational. Mm-hmm. Any reactions? Just at, at the peer level, you're going to have a discussion with other peers about the asshole. Yeah. It's not going to go undiscussed. Yeah. It's, 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 it's impossible to ignore. It's impossible not to accept the reality. The discussions are going to happen. So it might be a coordinated attack or a planned attack of like, okay, maybe, maybe Bob's the right person to talk to them. Let me go talk to Bob because Bob has ah. a relationship with them or whatever. Oh, that's so. that's an important point. Yeah. Not in not in a bushwhacking way, but in a who might be the best peer to talk to Josh. Right. 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 Who yeah. who yeah. Who has the most I don't know what. It could be tenure, Rel- it could be knowledge, it could Relation- be anything. it could be relationship. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So there, there, so it doesn't always have to be you, but it's I don't think I've ever had an issue with a peer or I haven't talked to another peer about that chat. That's, like, that's Man, I'm true. really struggling. That's, that's you know, true. And then trying to coordinate. And I use the words coordinate and attack. That sounds bad, but it, but, but it really is planning the best way to attack the problem. 
you're not attacking the person, you're attacking the problem. Well, and these are leadership roles, Metacaster. So this isn't just about an individual. This is about an individual who has ripple effects in the pond, right? They're affecting, whether it's, I talk blast radius, but it's, they're affecting others. It's, it's beyond mm -hmm. that. They're affecting the bottom line. Uh, it goes back to what Josh was saying initially. The worst response is doing nothing. And, and in these cases, depending on that radius, doing nothing could be catastrophic. You're just avoiding, you're avoiding doing your job. Hey, Josh, sure. I want us to start blowing our own horns a little bit from a, what we're doing and products and services and stuff. Do you have anything going on? I do. So I've launched Substack. I'm trying to be like Bob. I'm trying to write. Now, I'm not quite as gifted as he is, but I'm putting everything I have into it. So I would love for you to subscribe to the Leadership Lighthouse, which is my Substack. There's new posts every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe for free or you can subscribe paid. Every fourth post is reserved for only paid subscribers, but you get 75% of every word that is written for free. Tell me how that's not a good thing to sign up. Every Tuesday and Thursday, get a little bit of leadership knowledge showing up in your inbox. Hey, Metacasters, get on that. I'm, I'm a, a free member. Uh, I may pay, but I'm cheap. But the point is, it Josh, the stuff is good. I, I joke too much. I've, I've poked at Josh for years that he should write more because he's got wisdom to share and a lot of it and stories and stuff. And I'm just so proud of him starting to do that. And there's value. I've read everyone end to end. And I'm not just saying this. There's, there's value in this man. And you, you should, you should sign up. You should subscribe. So do it now. Yeah. What Bob said. All right. Back to the episode. So I just want to wrap up the, the, Hey, we had the discussion. The person looks you in the eye and is like, so what, what do you do then? <laughs> right? Like what's the, what are the appropriate actions? Is it okay to like go above them and talk to their boss? Or do you talk to your boss or like, what's the, what's the right way to handle that situation? I mean, I think it's situational, but you have to take, it's the same, avoid the freeze. So yeah. avoid, so to me, the strategy is, and, and our inclination is to freeze but because there's an excuse, right? Yeah. We, we, we hit an impasse. Oh, I did my part. I tried impasse, right. right? So don't, so don't freeze. Don't, don't hit, you know, you have to overcome the impediment. So do something, do something positive, uh, go. And I don't know, talk to a peer, talk to a colleague, talk to the boss, um, uh, talk to a sounding board. You can even have an external coach. You could ring Josh up, right. And talk to Josh offline. He, he doesn't even work there. Uh, and, and actually that's a, not just talking to Josh, but an external voice would give you sort of a, an unbiased yeah. perspective, but do something. And, and take and take action and not just have these conversations go back go back to the ass we got to do something about it uh, remember mm -hmm. in the last episode we were talking about no asshole rule everyone right we want to have the <laughs> the no asshole rule so there so pretend that that signs up there and you have an asshole in your midst uh and and you're like you know you have to do something about it it's like elmer fudd and bugs bunny right <laughs> You're Elmer Fudd and you gotta you gotta catch that rascally asshole and do something about it. 
that's a solid reference. An old reference. But it's a, a very old reference. It's a very old <laughs> reference. I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of if we missed anything, Josh, uh, that's important. Um, yeah. No, I think to wrap up, it's exactly what Bob said. Do something. Otherwise, you're complicit in the assholery. Yeah. yeah. You know, so do something. And we understand, we accept that these discussions are often new. It's not a thing that maybe you've done. But study up. Radical Candor, Bob's talked about that book. Crucial Conversations, that's a book yeah. that I've talked about. D talk to somebody about having a discussion like this. Get help, get support. Talk to me, talk to Bob, talk to... There's lots of people that can help make this happen. Some of your bosses, some of your peers, yep. right? HR, just reach out to the leader of HR and say like, hey, and don't name names. Hey, I got this issue I'm trying to solve and I'd like to address it, but I'm not sure how. Can you help me? I tell you what, HR people will spring into action and you'll be ready to rock and roll with that discussion in no time. So there are plenty of places for you to get support to have this discussion, but most important, you have to have it. I mean, that's the prime directive in crucial conversations, folks. There's this quote, like the elevator pitch, or the one thing that matters from uh, crucial conversations. And they talk about, there's, there's a several paragraphs, but they talk about uh, leaders when they're having crucial conversations, find a way to have the conversation. They avoid the avoidance. And because 80% of leaders are in avoidance, right? Folks who are committed to this responsibility that we have, this fiduciary responsibility to eliminate assholes and to have crucial conversations, we, we avoid the avoidance and we enter. Even if, even if you suck at the, at the initial four-way into the conversation, you still had it as opposed to avoiding it uh, and, yep. and then get, then, then get better at that. You don't have to be artful. Uh, you don't have to, you know, be, be Bob Galen or Josh or Barack Obama and have this elegant prose. No. The final thing I would say is, and don't just say it. And this goes back to crucial conversations. Don't try to obfuscate. Don't try to use shit sandwiches. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm feeling freed up today, everyone. We're using the asshole word. So now we're using shit sandwiches. Don't, don't, don't paint. Don't give them rosy feedback before. Just be a straight shooter. Like Josh, that's role play, Josh. You came to me years ago and you said, Bob, I, I, Bob, I can't get a word in edgewise. And, and I mean, he didn't, he didn't get, hand me a book. He didn't give me a shit sandwich. He didn't say, Bob, did you see that bluebird in the sky this morning? That that it really wasn't, it's little Bill had a rubber band around it. Did you notice that? What did you think about it? No, no. He cut to the freaking chase and we had a conversation. And so, you, so it's actually the more artful you are, I think the worse the conversation is. Yeah. The more political you're going to be, the more artful, if you try to be subtle, no, none of that. Pretend that you're talking to a friend and you have a relationship and just say it and then take it from there would be my final, like sort of my for, stick a fork in it advice. Yeah. Jeez. What do you think, Josh? Fork is, let, let's just get to the point and close this sucker out. So, oh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. so, oh, you don't have to hit <laughs> me in the head. <laughs> so... From beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina. And beautiful downtown Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. 
I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And bake. Take care, y'all.